The kingdom of God is in the Holy Spirit. Царство Божье оно в духе святом. It's righteousness, joy, and peace. Это праведность, радость и мир. And one of the ways that the kingdom of God manifests on this earth is when we cast out demons. Amen? Amen. People ask me all the time why there is no casting out of demons in the Old Testament. We know demons were there. You see the stuff people were doing? The stuff that people who served God were doing. And one thing we have to understand is that the Old Testament had all kinds of miracles. But it did not have exorcisms. And one of the reasons I believe is because in the Old Testament they were engaged in a physical war. And any time you're engaged in a physical war, you actually lose the anointing to be engaged in a spiritual war. That's why Jesus said, he says, I don't want you fighting no more. Why? Because you have a war that you're going to be involved in that's going to be deeper and better. I'm not against joining army and if you are in the service. Uh, thank you for your service, those of you who are in uh army. But natural war kills evil people. Spiritual war removes evil out of people. Jails cannot remove evil out of people. Electric chairs cannot remove evil out of people. Beating people doesn't remove evil out of them. You can suppress it. But you can't remove it. The only thing that can remove evil is the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And that's the manifestation of the kingdom of God. When Jesus was casting out of demons, he said, now the kingdom of God has come upon you. Amen. Amen. And I believe as we're moving forward in the knowledge and the revelation of the kingdom of God, it's also going to be very practical that we can experience freedom. I know it's a morning service. And so I want to... Uh, I want to turn on and watch a little clip. Uh, warning. Uh, it's not suitable for children. And it might make, wake you up. Um, it happened two years ago. These things, they happen regularly in our services. Once a month we have a special prayer for freedom. And almost every single time we see... Uh, uh, people get free. Sometimes people get free, they feel the yawn, they feel something lifted them, sometimes it's, it's very um, expressive. Иногда, когда люди получают освобождение, оно просто что-то может они позихнули, что-то подобное, или оно что-то очень выражительное. Иногда люди даже их тошнит, они вырывают. И смысл в том, это не проявление. Смысл это результат. Of manifestations. Because like you, everyone here, I've met people who are hurting. I talked to a man who had leukemia. $7,200 his insurance spent every month on his treatment. He came to the service. Prayer was happening. He started feeling sick in his stomach. Instead of going to the bathroom, he came to the front and puked everything out. He said he felt better. I was like, I bet. He goes back home. They do blood work on him. And they find that everything is good with his white cells and red cells. Everything is fine. 
I don't like the puking. Мне не нравится, когда их не рвут. I don't like a lot of things. Мне много чего не нравится. But it's not what we like. Но это не о том, что нравится нам. It's what our world is needing today. Это в том, что нуждается наш мир. And what the Holy Spirit wants to do. И то, что Дух Святой хочет делать. In our generation. В нашем поколении. Can somebody say amen? Кто-то скажи аминь. Let's open our Bible. Давайте откроем наши Библии. John chapter 11. Иоанна 11 глава. Verse 44. 44 стих. And when he had died, he came out bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Loose him and let him go. И вышел умерший, обвитый по рукам и ногам погребальными пеленами, и лицо его обвязано было платком. Иисус говорит им, развяжите его, пусть идет. If I can have Josh to, uh, to come up. Если я могу пригласить Джаш. I'm going to try to demonstrate because a picture is worth a million words, a thousand words. Я попробую показать, потому что, конечно, фотография значит тысячу слов. This is Josh. Это Josh. Josh, say hi. Скажи привет. Josh, how old are you? Сколько тебе лет? You're 19? 19. Which internship you're joining, first one or second? Ты в первом или втором internship? Awesome. You're single? Первом. We're going to sign you up right away. Okay. The Bible says Lazarus was sick. Библия говорит, что Лазарь был болен. Josh? I want you to put this on. Я хочу, чтобы ты одел это на твое лицо. The first one. Lazarus was sick. Лазарь был болен. And Martha and Mary they called Jesus to come and heal Lazarus. И Марфа и Мария пригласили Иисуса, чтобы исцелить Лазаря. And the sickness that Lazarus got, и болезнь, которую имел Лазарь, led to death. Она привела к смерти. The problem with many of us, before we spiritually die, we become spiritually sick. Let me give you a disease that, that comes before spiritual death. Complacency. Passivity. I don't care attitude. Lukewarmness. When you become numb, to the spiritual things. Especially if you grew up in church. And it feels like a person who's working at the chocolate factory that hates chocolate. You hear about God so much. And you know so much. But the heart here is completely cold. And you're sick. And if you're sick for a long time, time won't heal you. You either need to repent of your complacency, of your lukewarmness, or this sickness leads to death. Amen? Amen. If you agree, say amen. Если вы согласны, скажите аминь. If you don't agree, say go deeper. Если нет, скажите иди глубже. Amen. Amen. Can everybody say amen? Скажите аминь. Amen. When Lazarus was dead, когда Лазарь был мертвым, something else happened. Что-то другое случилось. We see when he came out, he came out wrapped up with grave clothes. Мы видим, когда он вышел, он был обвит погребальными пеленами. That means after he died, это значит, что после того, когда он умер, he got wrapped. Его замотали with clothes for the dead people. When you spiritually die, Satan doesn't stop there. Why? He knows there's a high chance Jesus will be walking by and get you out of the grave. So that even if you get raised, that you will be restricted. That you will be limited. It's easy to bind dead people. And it's very hard to bind alive and vibrant people. Josh, you're dead. Close your eyes. Dead people don't fight back. Мертвые люди, они не сопротивляются. See, dead people, you can put them, you can put pornography around them. Вы можете обвязать их порнографией. And they don't move. И они не двигаются. Why? Почему? Because they're dead. Потому что они мертвые. Satan binds spiritually dead people. Сатана связывает духовно мертвых людей. 
because they don't provide resistance. One of the best protection against demonic influence in your life. Stay alive. That's all. Stay alive. He won't be able to put anything on you. Because you will fight it off. But Satan doesn't come to bind people first. He comes to make them sick. He comes to kill the passion. And then he makes you spiritually dead. And you don't stay spiritually dead. He begins to bind you. He begins to bind you with all kinds of chains. Your arms, the Bible says that Lazarus was also bound. Dead person, move your legs. The Bible says that he was also bound in his feet. So that he wouldn't be able to walk. That's exactly what devil does. People say, I don't walk with God. Because I don't want to. Because you can't. Потому что ты не And the scripture says that he also had his face. У него также лицо. We'll just bind, just give him a little bit. Мы дадим немножко, только немножко. And, and the devil does that so that you won't see God. And then he does this so that you don't hear the sermon. And then you think you're not worshiping because you don't like the song. Actually, that's, that's why you're not worshiping. You got a tape over your mouth. Because right after the service, you get verbal diarrhea. It's kind of hard, brother. It's kind of hard. And people say, in, in worship, I can't lift my hands. Yet you lift them against your spouse. I can't be colorful in my expression of adoration to God. Yeah, it's interesting that how many colorful curse words you know when somebody cuts you off on a highway. I can't focus reading that one chapter. But can watch 12 episodes of Stranger Things season 2 on Netflix in the world. What's the problem? В чем проблема? Tape. It's the devil. Yes, дьявол. He wants to get you sick. Он хочет, чтобы ты был болен. And then he wants you spiritually to die. И потом он хочет, чтобы ты духовно умер. And chain you up. И потом связать тебя. Just like this. Вот так. He uses different chains and different bondages. Он делает использует разные цепи и разные связи. To bind people with. Чтобы связывать людей. So that when Jesus comes into your life, and he does some kind of a work of revival, and altar call is given, a conference you attend, kingdom domain perhaps, and Jesus makes you alive. Like right now, I made him alive. Josh is alive. He's waving his head. He's not dead. Он не мертвый. He's also useless. Но он также бесполезный. But he's alive. Но он живой. And the Bible says the Lazarus he came out of the tomb. Let's и Библия говорит, что Лазарь он вышел из гроба. I want you to notice first principle. Я хочу, чтобы вы заметили первый принцип. I walk, he leaps. Я иду, а он прыгает. One of the first signs that you are bound Один... is when you always rely on jumps with God uh, instead of walk with Один God. первый показатель это когда вы зависите от прыжков с Богом вместо того, чтобы ходить. The scripture says a, a son abides in the house forever. A slave is not abiding forever. It means there is no consistency in whatever he does. Писание говорит, что сын он всегда пребывает one conference and lasted three days. You read the Bible after maybe a kingdom domain or some kind of other conference. You prayed for one week. It's only jumps. And you need another jump. 
another jump and another jump why because there's one thing about bound people is they don't have consistency in whatever they do можешь ты молиться но тебе всегда нужны эти прыжки потому что мертвые люди у них нету постоянства или связанные люди they don't have consistency у них нету постоянства the problem with with the problem with bondage проблема с этими связями this topic is so sensitive это настолько такой трогательный момент and we don't like to talk about it и мы не хотим говорить об этом because if we even men mention word demon если мы только говорим слово демон everybody right away says well it's it's demon possession i'm not possessed сразу же все говорят это одержимость и я не одержим he's alive он живой but also но также bound он связан Lazarus was alive Лазарь был был живой he was no longer dead он уже не был больше мёртвым but he also was restricted in his movement но он также был ограничен в своём движении because of what he got when he was dead из-за того что он принял когда он был мёртвым and many times that's what happens in our Christian life. И очень часто это то, что случается в нашей христианской жизни. It's what happens in our calling. Это то, что случается в нашем призвании. It's what happens in our relationships. Что случается в отношениях. We live by leaps instead of a lifestyle. Мы живём прыжками, а не стилем жизни. Jesus, you see people in the New Testament who had leaps of faith. Мы видим люди в Новом Завете, у которых были прыжки веры. It was good. Это было хорошо. They experienced a miracle. Они получили чудо. They had faith. The woman with an issue of blood. Женщина, которая была кровотечение. Blind Bartimaeus. Слепой Вартимей. They all had big leaps. У них всех были большие прыжки. And they experienced a miracle. И они получили чудо. None of them. Никто из них became a miracle. Не стал чудом. To someone else. Для кого-то другого. And none of them are mentioned in the book of Acts. И ни одним из них не записаны в книге Деяний. Having high moment experience with God. Когда мы имеем высокие переживания с Богом. Is good. Это хорошо. But where do you need freedom? Но где нужна свобода? Where I need freedom. Где я нуждаюсь в свободе? Is to live a life of consistency. Это жить жизнью постоянства. In passion for God. В страсти по Богу. In Jesus' name. Во имя Иисуса. Can somebody say amen? Кто-то скажите аминь. Can somebody say hallelujah? Скажите hallelujah. Come on, let's put our hands together for Jesus Christ. Давайте прославим Иисуса. Oh, he's clapping. Oh, he's clapping. Wow, tradition's been broken off of his hands. Thank you, Jesus. Can I, can I, uh, this is completely off the message. Can I uh, teach you guys or, or share with you one tip? If, if, if a preacher is preaching, and somebody starts to clap, for God's sake, help them. Yesterday we were sitting with uh, with Maxim and I was like, Andrew's like preaching, tearing his heart, and there's like six of us like this, you know, like this. Вчера мы пели, Андрей проповедует, и несколько из нас, и мы говорим, ну пожалуйста. If somebody's slapping everybody, you join it together that we that we help each other out. Давайте будем помогать друг другу, если кто-то хлопает. Amen. That's good. That's good. I was telling you for Andrew's message, not for mine. Я это говорил ради Андрея проповеди, не ради моей. For the evening. For the evening. Amen. But for mine too. Thank you. также для моей, пожалуйста. I'm going to share just quickly right now the common chains that Satan uses to bind us. Я хочу поделиться цепи, которыми часто дьявол он связывает нас. I already bound him, but I'll bind him one more time. Я его уже связал, но еще раз. The number one is generational curses. Номер один это поколенное проклятие. Curses. Проклятие. When God created man, the first thing God gave to man is a blessing. He says He blessed them. Когда Бог создал человека, первое говорит, что Он благословил их. Blessing is empowerment for expansion. Благословение это сила для размножения. And right away when man sinned, we see that the curse came into this earth and curse came upon the ground, curse came upon the childbearing. И мы видим, что когда согрешил человек, пришло проклятие и проклятие против земли, против чадородия и так далее. As Andrei mentioned yesterday, Adam didn't lose salvation. Как Андрей вчера уже сказал, что Адам не потерял спасение. God didn't threaten Adam and says, "Now Adam, your name is is wiped out from the book of life and you're going to hell." Бог не сказал ему, что сейчас твоё имя, оно уже стёрто с книги жизни, ты идёшь в ад. God said, "Now curse is released." Бог сказал, теперь проклятие было высвобождено. The Bible really divides people into two categories. И Библия делит людей на две категории. Blessed, благословен, and cursed. И проклят. In the New Testament, Jesus demonstrated this powerfully. В Новом Завете Иисус это сильно проявил. He took five loaves and two fish. Он взял пять хлебов и две рыбы. Very small. Очень мало. And he blessed. И он благословил. Multiplied. Оно размножилось. Everything that's blessed spreads. Все, что благословенно, оно размножается. Expands. Оно расширяется. 
Jesus spoke to the big tree. So I want you to see. Small, blesses it, spreads. Big tree. He curses it. And the Bible says it withers away. Everything that's cursed withers away. Finances wither away. Health withers away. Marriage withers away. I'm not just talking about when you go through a little challenging season. And many times what happens is that you're born with already things that are wrapped around that's been happening in your family. Scripture says that curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked. It doesn't say the curse of the Lord is on the wicked. But on the house of the wicked. I know we like to bury our head in the sand and pretend that this doesn't happen when Jesus died everything is finished automatically. But the reality is Curses, they exist in people's lives. Dr. Derek Prince, he mentioned seven signs of curses. And first one is mental breakdown. The second one is repeated chronic diseases. It's when people in your family are struggling with repeated constant chronic sicknesses. Third one is barrenness and miscarriage. Fourth one is divorce and constant problems in marriage. Constant financial struggles. Sixth one is being accident prone or being constantly having car or some kind of accident. And last one is premature death. Some of you know the history of America and you know the, the, the curse of the Kennedys as they call it. The curse of the Kennedys, the family of the Kennedys. And how much disaster and troubles visited that family. And it's one of the most noble and highly elevated families in their nation where one of their descendants was a president who was assassinated. I remember meeting a guy named Edder. He was with Edder. His, his name is Edder. Edder. He met us when we were playing soccer. He came to see his mom, which he didn't see for about 17 years. He's from Guatemala. He met his mom and then she says, go home. He got a job. Didn't speak English. He saw us playing soccer. So he came and asked if he could and our English was this good too. Like, yeah, as long as you score the, the right goals, you're we got him saved. We got him baptized. Not sure if he knew what he was doing. But that's not important. He comes from a broken family. His mom's side and his dad's side. As far as you go, there is not one family member that's still married in his family. Came a time and Edder met Tatiana. And I told Edder, that this chain of generational curses is still, you're going to have to still confront that. First in your mind, and secondly in your life. He lived in New York. Six months into the marriage, his new wife messages us, and she says he wants to leave. When we started to contact him, he had no reason to leave the marriage. This was his reason. 
I don't deserve her. Я не заслужил ее. I said, bro, are you on crack? Я говорю, ты что, принимаешь какие-то наркотики? It's like a person who says, I'm gonna give up my Mercedes because I don't deserve a Mercedes. Это как будто человек скажет, я хочу отдать Mercedes, потому что я не заслужил его. I was like, bro, do you listen to yourself? Я говорю, ты уже услышал свои слова. I was like, every man aims to have a wife they don't deserve. Каждый человек хочет получить мужчина женщину, которую они не заслужили. I was like, that is a curse. Я сказал, то проклятие. And he's like, it can't be. And he's like, I don't have any feelings now for her. Он сказал, не может быть. У меня нету чувств к ней. And I said, bro, that is a generational curse that's going from one family to another, and it's hitting you now. Я сказал, это проклятие поколений, которое сейчас касается тебя. It's more than just your wife. Это больше, чем просто твоя жена. I'm like, you're facing a spiritual force. Ты встречаешься с духовной силой. But I'm like, unlike your daddy, you actually have something to confront that with. Но теперь не так как твой отец, у тебя есть возможность противостать. We prayed with him. Мы молились с ним. A month later. Месяц спустя. Feelings. Чувства вернулись. Он He moves to Tri-Cities. Он приезжает Tri-Cities. Within about a month or so. Через буквально месяц. He rededicates his life to Christ. Он посвящает опять жизнь Христу. Same thing happens. И опять тоже случается. His wife leaves to New York. Его жена уезжает в Нью-Йорк. For seven days. На семь дней. Except this time. Теперь, но на этот раз. His wife messaged me. Его жена пишет мне. She's like, I'm leaving you my husband. Она говорит, я оставляю вам своего мужа. Get him fixed. Исправьте его. I remember meeting with him almost every day. Я помню, встречаясь с ним почти каждый день. And mentally removing the strongholds. И умственно просто разрушая твердения. Of divorce. Развода. Today it's been about five years. Уже было почти пять лет. He has two kids. У него двое детей. Every picture that's taken in our church is actually taken by him. Каждая фотография, которая сделана в нашей церкви, это он делает. And he's a phenomenal member of the church. И он прекрасный член церкви. Every family member of his. Каждый член его семьи. Looks at the family. Они смотрят на эту семью. And say you're weird. И они говорят ты странный. You're not normal. Ты не нормальный. Because when curses are broken, you can live in new normal. Come on, somebody. The second, the second thing that the enemy uses is addictions. Or, I'm sorry, trauma and abuse. Trauma and abuse. The Bible says that when we don't forgive, we get locked in the torture chamber. Torture chamber. And we get tormented. I remember I was, ta- I was asking Bob, Bob Larson uh, a few years ago. What is the main open door for demons in America? Какая главная открытая дверь для демонов в Америке? And he says, "Lad, I've done over 38,000 exorcisms that was recorded on tape." И он сказал, что я делал более 38 тысяч изгнаний, которые записаны. And he says, "In the United States, the dominant way through which the enemy torments and tortures people." И он сказал, в Соединенных Штатах один главный способ, через который враг мучает людей, это насилие. Outside of America, вне Америки, it's a cult. Это оккультизм. And honestly, when you hear that, some of you will say, oh, "I'm not sure." И кто-то скажет, "Ну, я я не убежден." You gotta start meeting real people. Вы должны встречаться с настоящими людьми, которые не знают Христа. I remember Giovanna. Я помню Giovanna. When she came two years ago to our conference. Когда она пришла два года назад на конференцию. Race to deliver. Race to deliver. Giovanna was a very known lesbian in our city. Giovanna, она была знатная лесбиянка в нашем городе. Everyone knew in school she's a lesbian. Все в школе знали, что она лесбиянка. And she worked either Macy's or JCP. And everybody knew her there as well. She walked away. Her parents went to church. But she wanted to do nothing with church. Because of her lifestyle. Somebody invited her through Facebook event to our conference. So she came in. And the demons start manifesting. And then after a while she got freed. Turns out when she was a child. And she was babysitted by her family and friends. She was regularly year by year being molested. She said, something entered me. She said, it wasn't normal hate toward people, but he said, it was rage toward men. He says, and within, literally, with the next school year, she says, I started to feel this abnormal attraction for same-sex. A lot of times, what the devil does is he uses trauma and he uses abuse 
Очень часто дьявол использует травму и насилие to bind us up and to attach other problems to that issue. But as it was for Giovanna, so is for every person in this room who's ever been abused, who's ever been treated in a way that honestly breaks your heart to a million pieces. You can be free. And she was free. God delivered her from spirit of lesbianism. And now it's been two years. She serves in a coffee shop. As an usher. And so many other places. And God can set you free. Can somebody say amen? Can somebody say hallelujah? The third thing that Satan uses to bind us is bondage and addictions. The Bible says God has not given us the spirit of bondage. That means that there is bondage is a spirit. Bondage is not just a habit. Watching porn every week is not a habit. It's bondage. And the Bible says spirit of bondage. A lot of people have even bondage toward other things. Lying, stealing. Or lust. Or now there's something that's more popular, it's TV. Some people have bondage to food. It's their medicine. It's, it's constantly something that they go to and they can't stop. And every New Year resolution or every single goal falls flat because you're dealing not just with a habit. You're dealing with a spiritual force. And you need spiritual power against that spiritual force. Can somebody say amen? Can somebody say amen? I remember uh, when the first time Bryson came to our church. And he got saved. But from Nine, from, uh, from the age of nine he was introduced to pornography and ever since then he couldn't shake off that, that addiction and in the earlier days of our church we treated addictions as more like a habit but then God started to give us more understanding not just to deal with the habit as a habit but also with the spiritual force at the age of 19 Bryson we went to Africa and Bryson got delivered from a spirit of pornography and 10 years he lived with that bondage. After that, God set him free. This man who couldn't stop looking at this stuff now found power through the Holy Spirit to overcome that. Last year I married them and it's been now over five or six years that he's been completely free from the demon and from that addiction. Freedom from pornography. Freedom from drugs. Freedom from same-sex attraction. Freedom from perversion. Freedom from perversion. Or freedom from overeating. Freedom from addiction to your phone. Freedom to Netflix. It exists. And it can happen today. And some of you, that's exactly how you are today. You're alive spiritually. But you can't move. You can't walk with God. Because something always binds you. And it's not something. It's someone. And that someone is illegal. He's been stripped of his legal status in your life. You gotta be like the Donald Trump. Okay, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> You gotta get 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 out get the devil out. Вы должны изгнать дьявола. Amen. Amen. 
The last thing is Последнее, what the enemy uses to bind us то, is fear and nightmares. Это fears and nightmares. In Matthew 13 it says that when they slept the enemy came and sowed Many times when we sleep, the devil plants things. That doesn't mean that we get we, that doesn't mean that we get demon possessed. The same way God can visit people who are not Christians in a dream and speak to them, that doesn't make them Christian. But the enemy can have access to people's sleep. But what I'm talking about is when it's consistent, tormenting, and it's repeated in your life. There's a lady that's on our worship team and now a part of our church and she is uh, the wife of my cousin. And she's a pastor's daughter-in-law. Her name is Vera. And after a particular uh, sin in her life or a particular incident that happened in her life, uh, she started to get attacks during the night. Where she started to have not only just demonic attacks of torture and torment, but also sex in the dream. And this is not something that it happened occasionally. It happened so regularly. It affected her marriage. And it affected her relationships before marriage. Right even before marrying, Даже перед свадьбой she lost feelings for her fiance. она потеряла свои чувства человеку, за которого она должна выходить замуж. Я попросил у нее разрешения этим делиться. Потому что я также был задействован в этом процессе, когда они должны были жениться. Almost this close to be called off. She lost completely every desire for him or for marriage. Wedding invitations were sent. And I remember we started to fast and pray. Because one good thing with her is she knew this was not normal. And when she started to fast and pray, she got through that, got married, but she still wasn't free. Many services, many times we prayed for her. And then the freedom came. But not just because we prayed for her. Our prayer did part of the work. And that's something that I've learned. And I want to share with you in the conclusion that you get certain portion of freedom in a prayer line and the rest of the freedom you get in your prayer life. What happened to her is that through prayer, God removed certain bondages, but not completely. So this is, this is how it happens. God comes to us during a prayer when Andre blows on you. Or when we're going to pray today. Typically, this is what God does. He just delivers enough to give you mobility to get the rest of the junk off of yourself. I want to show you this in the Bible and then we're going to illustrate this. In Judges chapter 3, verse 1 and 2, it says the following. Now these are the nations which the Lord left, that he might test Israel by them, that all who have not known any of the wars in Canaan, 
and the generation of children might be taught to know war at least those who had not formally knew it вот те народы которых оставил господь чтобы искушать ими израильтян все которых не знали о всех войнах ханаанских для, для того только, чтобы знали и учились войне последующие роды сынов Израилевых, которые прежде не знали ее. Другими словами, Бог говорил, я определенные вещи убрал, я оставил некоторые, чтобы ты, видите, насколько умный он, начинает снимать. What many of us do, что много из нас делаем, we wait till next minister comes in town. Мы ждем, пока приедет следующий проповедник в город. Hey, get this off of me. И что, эй, сними это с меня. Get this off of me. Сними это с меня. Obviously, why did God not take everything? И мы говорим, почему Бог все не забрал? Because God is not just interested to make you free. Потому что Бог не заинтересован просто, чтобы ты был свободен. God wants to make you like Him, and to make you like Him, you have to exercise dominion, and to exercise dominion, you gotta have someone to exercise dominion over. И он хочет, чтобы ты как стал как он и мог использовать свою власть. When David was delivered, когда Давид был освобожден, in 1 Samuel 17, I want you to see this verse. Я хочу, чтобы вы заметили этот стих. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, when David was about to go fight, когда Давид должен был идти бороться against the Goliath, против Голиафа, and David says, he said to Saul, he says, your servant used to keep his father's sheep, and when a lion and a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went after it, I struck it, and I delivered the lamb from its mouth. When it rose against me, I caught it by its beard, I struck, and I killed it. David was pretty savage. И сказал Давид Саулу, раб твой пас овец у отца своего, и когда бывало, приходил лев или медведь и уносил овцу из стада, то я гнался за ним, нападал на него, отнимал и спасти его. Если он бросался на меня, то я брал его за космы и поражал его и умерял. Your servant has killed both lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine is like one of them, seeing he has defiled the armies of the living God. Moreover, David says, I want you to watch this, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of a lion and the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. И Давид также говорил, тот Господь, который освобождал меня от льва и от медведя, также спасет меня от руки этого филистимлянина. The Lord delivered me. Господь, который избавлял меня. So when you read that, когда мы читаем это, you're imagining like this. Тогда вы представляете следующее. God is coming. Бог приходит. And he's beginning to remove things. Он начинает убирать вещи. And you're there just yielding. И ты просто стоишь отдан ему. You're like God. И ты говоришь Бог. God of David. Бог Давида. Deliver me. Освободи меня. Like you delivered David. Так как ты спасал и освобождал Давида. From my lion. Из моего от моего обмана. From my bear. От моего медведя и льва. In Jesus name. Во имя Иисуса. Amen. Аминь. And the Lord doesn't do anything. И Господь ничего не делает. Because David's definition of deliverance was different than ours. Потому что Давида понимание освобождения отличалось от нашего. You know his deliverance? Вы знаете его освобождение? He said the lion came. Он сказал лев приходил. Bigger than me. Больше чем я. I went after it. Я догонял его. Knowing he will kill me. Зная что он может убить меня. Oh, and I got in a fight. И я боролся, дрался с ним. And after I pulled the sheep out, I took a stone. I hit it. Oh, and he says, and then God delivered me. That means if you're not doing anything, God won't do anything either. God will untie your arms. And your arms have to untie everything else. И твои руки должны развязывать все остальное. I want you to untie stuff. Я хочу, чтобы ты снял все. First the face. I want to see the pain. Во-первых, лицо. Я хочу увидеть эту боль. There's a lesson here. Есть урок. Это очень больно. You gotta give up stuff. Вы должны оставлять. You gotta repent. Определенные вещи каяться. Sometimes you gotta unsubscribe from your Netflix. Иногда нужно отменять Netflix. Block certain friends. Может уходить определенных людей. Sometimes you just don't know where it started and where it ends, and you're looking for the right thing to pull it out. И ты не знаешь, где оно начинается или кончается и как это снять. Deliverance is not just falling, shaking, and baking. Освобождение это не просто когда мы падаем и трясемся. It's getting rid of stuff practically. Это когда мы практически избавляемся от вещей. How you feel? How do you feel? 
You feel better? Чувствуешь лучше? I bet you do. Я думаю, да. Feels so good to be free, huh? Так хорошо быть свободным, правда? Well, now, no, 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 no. Let's keep on. That's exactly how many Christians. We love to get rid of the things that make us feel embarrassed in front of other Christians. Мы любим избавляться от вещей, которых может стыдят нас перед другими христианами. Pornography, drugs, those are really, really bad things. Порнография, наркотики, это очень плохое. But there's so many things that are so acceptable. Настолько много вещей, которых настолько воспринято. As long as your face is good. Главное, чтобы лицо выглядело don't pursue further freedom the fact you don't read the Bible the fact that you don't pray the fact that you don't fast the fact that you don't live a pure life in your thoughts the fact that so many other areas but because they're not visible to others many times we don't fight for those areas and we live with that But today, но сегодня, God didn't raise you from the dead. Бог не просто воскресил вас, and wanted to remove the things that only you can testify about. И хотя снять с вас только то, о чем вы можете свидетельствовать. You only got one life. У вас есть одна жизнь. It will end very fast. Она очень скоро кончится. He doesn't want you to jump in your relationship with him. Он не хочет, чтобы вы просто прыгали в отношении с ним. He wants you to learn to walk. Он хочет, чтобы вы научились ходить. And he wants you to learn to run. Чтобы вы научились бегать. And he wants you to learn to soar in your relationship with him. Can somebody say amen? Скажите аминь. Some of you are speaking like you need deliverance. Anything that hinders my walk with God. Anything that hinders my Bible reading. Anything that hinders my honor to my pastor and my parents. Anything that hinders my anointing. Anything that hinders my prayer life. Anything that hinders my fasting life anything that hinders my feet will also need to come off. There are people here today and you got stuff on your hands. You can't move. We're going to set you free by the power of the Holy Spirit and by the name of Jesus. As we're going to pray today, God supernaturally, by His Spirit, is going to be unwrapping certain things. But I'm going to warn every person here, God is not going to produce people who are not going to fight. Means that there will be things that you will still need to remove on your own. That you will have to stand in faith. Memorize the Bible. Pray and fast. When the devil comes to you, punch him in the face. And to tell him it doesn't belong to you. There are others. You have actually justified this lifestyle. Because you're not doing drugs. Потому что вы не принимаете наркотики. Oh, you're not doing anything wrong. Вы не делаете ничего неправильного. You don't smoke. Вы не курите. You don't steal. Вы не воруете. You don't lie. Вы не обманываете. But your walk with God looks just like this. Но ваше хождение за Богом похоже на следующее. But that's normal. Это нормально. I'm in a dry season. Я в сухом сезоне. If the dry season involves you not reading the Bible for five years, it's not a dry season. Если сезон засухи это пять лет не чтение Библии это не нормально. That's not a dry season. Это не сухой сезон. Maybe the enemy has bound you. Может враг связал тебя. And today you can be free. Сегодня ты можешь быть свободен. Through repentance. Через покаяние. Through renouncing. Через отвержение. Through resistance. Gabby, uh, Gabby came to our church a few years ago. Пришла в нашу церковь несколько лет назад. And she got saved in the first service. И она получила спасение на первом служении. Me and my wife started to talk to her after the service. Я и моя жена общались с ней после служения. So she's the one on the right. Это девушка, которая справа. And as we started to talk to Gabby, когда мы начали общаться с ней, she broke down. Она просто начала плакать. And she says that I have this chronic phobia and fear in my life. Она говорит, у меня есть хронический страх в моей жизни. And I'm like, well, who doesn't? Я говорю, ну кого этого нету? She's like, I'm serious. Она говорит, я говорю очень серьезно. She's like, I have not drove a car for four years. Он говорит, она говорит, я не ездила за рулем уже четыре года. 
And I asked why. Я спросил почему. You have a license? У тебя есть права? She said I have license. Она говорит да, у меня есть. I have a car. У меня есть машина. But four years ago I had an accident. Но четыре года назад была авария. It was so dramatic. Она настолько была драматична. She said it spooked me so much. Она настолько испугала, она говорит мне. That when I sit in the car. Что когда я сажусь в машину. I shake uncontrollably. Я просто начинаю трястись. And I can't drive. Я не могу ехать. So we prayed for her. But during prayer, instead of just telling her to get behind the wheel, I felt prompted to ask her to write the scripture where it says God has not given a spirit of fear but spirit of love, power, and sound mind. I asked her to write that verse 1,000 times. And after that verse, стиха, I said, after you write 1,000 times, раз, we're going to pray for you one more time. You're going to sit behind the wheel and you're going to drive. She said, okay, great. Сказала, so each service, служение, I asked her how far did she got. She would show me the notebook. Like three, 380. 380 uh, 500. And one service, служение, I've noticed she came out of the car of the driver's seat. So I quickly rushed downstairs and I said, number one, I didn't see your notebook. Number two, I didn't pray for you. What are you driving? She says, Pastor, I got to like 900 and I decided to give it a shot. You are shouting a little bit too fast. So, and I was like, so how you feel? She's like, I feel great. Next week she got an accident. So she came. She says, I knew it. I said, you knew what? That this won't work. And I said, you have one more thing you need to do. You need to finish writing a thousand times. And secondly, you need to change your I knew it. Because when Job faced problems, he said, I know my Redeemer lives. He did not say, I knew I'll lose it all. Paul said, I knew who I believed. And I said, this accident is the devil giving his last shot. It's Pharaoh coming back to push you to the Red Sea. He wants to take you back in your old mindset. And I said, if you shake it off, and if you tell that devil, if you tell that fear, I am not the same person. You're barking at the wrong tree. And you step forward. That Pharaoh will drown in the Red Sea. And that's what she did. Amen? Amen. So you ready? Those are, those are not easy. I know actually it's easier for you. It's easier for you. Hallelujah. Come on. Let's give him a round of applause. Today is our day of freedom. Today is the day of freedom. I know there's going to be more prayer tonight. We're going to scratch the surface. And I'm just going to finish it. Amen? I want you to rise to your feet. And we're going to welcome the Holy Spirit. Not that he's not here. But we're going to welcome his anointing. For those of you who feel bondage in your life, I ask you that right now that you become very honest with God. That you become very transparent with God. Let's just lift our hands right now. Just, we're just going to welcome the anointing of the Holy Spirit. It's not, it's not the words that we're going to pray that are going to make the difference. 
молимся, что принесут перемену. Это Дух Святой, который возьмет эти слова и Он начнет обрезать вещи из нашей жизни. О, Дух Святой, мы приглашаем Твое присутствие, приглашаем Твое помазание, мы благодарим за Твою свободу, благодарим, что Иисус воскресил нас из мертвых, благодарим, что Иисус дал нам Свой Дух, мы благодарим, что мы уже пережили свободу. We thank you, we experienced your promise. Что мы пережили твои обетования. For a life of freedom. Для жизни свободы. Freedom from addiction. Свободы от зависимости. Freedom from depression. Свободы от депрессии. Freedom from nightmares. Свободы от кошмаров. Freedom from affliction. Свободы от всякого давления. Freedom from bondage. Свободы от всякой связи. Freedom from every curse. Свободы от проклятия. Freedom from the spells of the devil and witches. Свободы от всяких проклятий дьявола Lord, as we lift our hands, we welcome your presence. Your word says, where your spirit is, there is freedom, there is liberty, and God, we are hungry to know you more. We want to run after you. We want to run after you, God. We don't want to be restricted. We don't want to be restricted. We don't want to be held back. Мы не хотим быть удержаны. Oh, Holy Spirit. Oh, Holy Spirit, we welcome your presence right now. Мы приглашаем Твое присутствие. Holy Spirit. Your fire sets the captives free. Your fire sets the captives free. Kela maso trobole re bere bere re kete re bere bere re ya. Preya la bala prokoto lobosi tere bere 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 re bere re ya. Oh, we wait on your presence, Holy Spirit. We wait on your glory, Holy Spirit. Lima na kropotu la basi trobole re bere bere re re ya. Come on, open up your mouth. Begin to write now. Begin to cry out. Begin to cry out for your freedom. Begin to cry out for a life without bondage. Say, God, make me alive today. Fill me with your spirit today, God. In Jesus' mighty name. That's one, one, one second and we're going to pray. And for those of you and ushers, you need to pay attention if people are manifesting that you take them so they don't hurt other people. You don't need to manifest to experience freedom. But when the Holy Spirit moves, you need to be open to Him. In Mark chapter 5, Jesus came to a place where there was a man who had, who had legion of demons. The Bible says he was naked and he was chained up. I want you to see something that's going to set you free. 6,000 demons couldn't stop this man from doing two things. Running to Jesus and worshiping. And because the part of your life devil doesn't control is always more powerful than the parts he does. Let me say it again. The parts of your life even if it's 1% that he has no control over that 1% is more powerful than the 99% he controls and that man the devil took his mind it took his ability to reason it took his family but when he saw Jesus there was this small window where he recognized this is my answer 
And he pushed against 6000 demons. И он отпихнул 6000 демонов. He said you stole this and that. И он сказал, что вы украли то и другое. I'm going to push through. Но я пропихнусь. And when he saw Jesus. Когда он увидел Иисуса. Bible says he kneeled before Jesus. Библия говорит, что он склонился перед ним. And because of that. И из-за этого. Jesus cast the rest of the demons out. Иисус изгнал всех остальных демонов. Next few minutes. На следующие несколько минут. I want you to push every guilt Я хочу, чтобы вы отвергнули всякую вину, отпихнули всякий страх, and push every time you tried it before. Оттолкните то, что вы, может быть, пробовали когда-то. And I want you to press into Jesus. Но я хочу, чтобы вы продвигались к Иисусу. God is opening a window right now. Бог открывает окно прямо сейчас. And He's letting, giving you that desire. И Он дает тебе это желание. He's gonna give you a cry. Он даст тебе вопль. He's gonna give you that worship. Он даст тебе это поклонение. That will begin to pave the way. И когда, который создаст дорогу. For the prayer we're gonna pray in a minute. I want every hand to be raised before God. Every mouth to be open before God. If it's not for you, begin to cry out for someone else. Begin to cry out that anointing is going to be released in this room right now. For those who are bound. And as we're going to worship, Holy Spirit is coming. Holy Spirit is moving. Holy Spirit is going to be removing. Дух Святой начнет убирать то, что ты не мог сделать сам. Ты почувствуешь тепло в твоем теле. Некоторые почувствуют электричество, проходящее через вас. Это будет Дух Святой.